With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up? Happy Saturday. It's me. It is I. (laughs) Been on the go a little bit this summer, but we are in studio today. There is um, there's actually a lot going on, a lot of stories coming out of training camp. This is that time of year where everyone is kind of crossing their fingers, hoping for everyone to get out of training camp as healthy as possible. And we are already hearing some upsetting news for several teams, as Monzi just mentioned. Um, injuries for the 49ers and for the Bucks. Don and Ryan are in with me. On this beautiful Saturday afternoon as well. So thanks for hanging out with us. We'll talk to Warren Sharp, Sharp Football Analysis, later in the show. I just retweeted this video that he he tweeted from uh, some Bills media account of uh, a little, little dust-up at Bills camp involving Josh Allen. You can't hit the quarterback at camp. You most certainly can't get in a fight with the quarterback at camp. No. It's an incredible video. I've never seen anything like it. So someone bumps into Josh Allen and he kind of like pushes him back. And then the whole team is like fighting. It's insane. This is camp, guys. You can't touch. It's, it's People get cut for that. If you're like a fringe guy and you bump into the franchise quarterback, you can cut for that. It's really a crazy video. So we'll talk to Warren Sharp later in the show. He he and I have been, um, uh, I well, I feel like there are a few more people defending Lamar Jackson. But he has been 
really out there with uh, the defense of Lamar Jackson, who, first of all, anonymous quotes, we'll get into all of this later, but anonymous quotes, like, please stop doing it. Just stop. You just get the whole internet upset and you don't even put your name on it. There were anonymous quotes about Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson from a anonymous defensive coordinator um, just saying outrageous things about Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. So he had a, he had some actual data, data, take that for data on those two players who are both great. And uh, he's talked to Tracy Sandler. As I mentioned, there is an injury with the Niners. She is from Fangirl Sports Network and is a Niners reporter. So we'll talk to her later in the show as well. Uh, thank you again for for stopping by. Big fight tonight. Big UFC fight, which I will be watching. Pena and Nunez. Um, will Will Amanda be able to take back that belt? We will see. So I'm looking forward to that later tonight. And um, we'll also talk about Kyler Murray and the clause that everyone has uh, been losing their mind over. Take some fan questions, some rapid fire fan questions. The Dallas Cowboys hype train is uh, left the building once again. There would probably be a great regular season team and flame out in the playoffs. But we'll talk about that. Who could use Jimmy Garoppolo? And I have a list for you guys today. The teams I am most terrified for this year. (laughs) And they're not all the worst teams in the division. But teams that things could go really south really quickly. We'll get to that later on in the show. You're listening to The Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. So let's start with Kyler Murray. Um, This story really got people's opinions percolating. There was a clause put in his contract that essentially said he needed to to do more study. He needed to watch more film. And my initial reaction to it wasn't to be terribly upset. Different players require different types of parameters and, you know, There's things built into contracts all the time for weights and, you know, workouts and all kinds of things like that. Now, generally, I get it. You don't want to have to put something like that in for your franchise quarterback that you're paying $230 million to. But I really didn't have the visceral reaction that most people did to this clause. And... It was a big distraction to me. So I really didn't understand why it was in there, whether that was something that was normal, the way it was worded, like basically saying that playing video games doesn't count as screen time. The whole thing felt very juvenile, very unnecessary. It seems like that's something that you you kind of just do a, a handshake deal on, like you really need to put this in the contract. And obviously it went public, as all of these contracts do, and Kyler got upset about the dragging that he was receiving from the media and fans, and he talked about it. To think that I can accomplish everything that I've accomplished in my career and not, be, not, not take this serious is, is almost, it's disrespectful, and it's, it's, almost, it's, it's almost a joke. I'm not 6'7", 2, 230, I don't throw the ball 85 yards. I'm already behind the eight ball. Uh, and I can't, you know, I can't afford to take any shortcuts, no pun intended. You know, th- those are those those things you can't accomplish if you don't take the game serious, if you don't prepare the right way. I refuse to, to let my work ethic, my preparation be in question. You know, I've put an incomprehensible amount of time and, and blood, sweat, tears and work into what I do, whether it's football or baseball. People can't even comprehend the amount of time that it takes to to do two sports at a high level in college, let alone do it, you know, be the first person to do it ever at, at my size. He's not wrong. I didn't hear one lie. What he's saying is essentially what I have been saying in defense of 
these young people receiving these big NIL checks, which is these. this isn't your average teenager. This isn't your kid that's been sitting around eating Cheetos and playing Call of Duty all day long. Kyler Murray can play Call of Duty and the rest of his time is spent in the gym. Like there's a reason why some these people are getting the money that they're getting. It's because they're not average. Kyler Murray is anything but average. Two-time Mr. Texas football, arguably the greatest quarterback to ever play in the state. Heisman Trophy winner. Offensive Rookie of the Year. Number one overall pick. None of that was an accident. So I believe him when he says he's put in a lot of work because you know how talented you'd have to be to accidentally do all of that and to his point, play, be that great at baseball as well. I was a college athlete. Not anywhere near the level of Kyler Murray. It's a lot of work. It is your whole day. There's only so many hours in the day. You got to sleep. You got to eat. You got to study. There's a lot going on. To be that good at two things requires a lot of time and energy, which is why I always felt like this clause was so weird. Like, how obvious is it that he doesn't study that you would feel the need to put it in there? Did he even know about it? I have to imagine he knew it was going in there. Now, I don't read over every line item in my contract. I have an agent and I trust that my agent is doing that. And if he tell me, tells me the contract is good, it's good because it doesn't matter if I read over it. I don't understand what any of this means anyway. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know what this means. Some stuff is very obvious. This clause was very straightforward. Some of it is nonsense. I can't understand any of it. So, but this is a very specific thing. So I did think it was very weird to be in there for the first place. Clearly, Kyler disagrees with the sentiment of it. And now the Cardinals have removed the clause from the contract. According to Ian Rappaport, they have taken out the independent study clause from his contract. And their statement on it was, after seeing the distraction it created, we removed the addendum from the contract. It was clearly perceived in ways that were never intended. Our confidence in Kyler Murray is as high as it's ever been, and nothing demonstrates our belief in his ability to lead this team more than the commitment reflected (laughs) in this contract. There's something going on here that is beneath the surface. I don't know if we're going to get the real answer on it, but it, it, it was just weird how it became public. Who wanted this to be public? Because obviously it did not benefit Kyler Murray. I don't think it benefited the Arizona Cardinals because then people were questioning, well, if you knew he was not studying to this level, why would you give him that contract? There were just a lot of questions. And now that it's being removed, I'm even more suspicious about it. At the end of the day, there are some questions about how great Kyler Murray can be. Obviously, he mentioned his size. It's no secret he's not the biggest quarterback in the league. But Kyler has shown not only the ability to have big moments and spectacular talent, but he has also be- he has made the team better every year since he has been there. They have won more games every year since he has been there. We don't know if it's Cliff Kingsbury or if it's Kyler Murray or what's going on there, but I have maintained from the beginning that they should pay Kyler Murray and build around him as soon as possible. You want to pay your quarterbacks earlier, and if you know you have the guy, what are you waiting for? Which is, uh, which is why I was glad that the Cardinals gave him this contract. People freak out over the money. Guess what? Quarterbacks are expensive. It's a very, very expensive thing. But it is the only thing that you should care about getting if you are an NFL team. And whether Kyler Murray is going to be great or the best player in the league for the next 10 years is irrelevant. People are always talking about this. They talk about this with Lamar Jackson as well. Wow, how long is going to be able to run for? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be able to run for the next three to five years. He looks like he can maintain that. What are you worrying about 10 years from now? 
We, we might not have even beaches on this planet in 10 years. What? There's no point in having that conversation. Let's talk about the next three to five years because that's your window for a Super Bowl. That's when you have your veterans signed. That's when you have your rookies developed. That's when you have your coach in the building. 10 years? Who knows what's going on in 10 years? There's no there's no reason to worry about that. And the only person that has that contract is Patrick Mahomes. There's one dude. So don't worry about that. That's not your that's not to be worried about. Kyler Murray will be what he is, which is good to great for the next few years, which is what that contract is. And don't even get me started on the guaranteed money because that's really all this contract is. If you're that concerned that he's not going to be good in four to five years, guess what? He's going to be out of guaranteed money so you can make moves. Or you could have gone back to what you were before Kyler Murray, the Josh Rosen saga. You want to go back to that? I don't think you do. I think the the outrage over this whole clause was very strange. The fact that it was public in the beginning was very strange. Now that it's been removed, it's very strange. I just don't know how this happened. to imagine he puts in a little bit of time because you can't be that good at anything, let alone two things, just by accident. And if he was that good just by accident, then you have nothing to worry about because he's clearly awesome while not studying at all. So the panic should really, really calm down. Now, there have been... Uh, some more conversations around the league about those guys that I mentioned, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Kyler Murray. And Patrick Mahomes gave his thoughts on black quarterbacks and how they are perceived and treated in the league. Oh, I forgot to mention before we uh, break and get to that, that Lincoln Riley, a guy that people you know have a lot of respect for, you know, he's a pretty serious guy. Um, he talked about Kyler Murray's work ethic. He said, yes, I was concerned. I was concerned he burns himself out. He pushes the limits. He loves football. He loves to compete and win. I never worried about the amount of preparation he put in. So maybe we just like just simmer down a little bit, guys. Kyler's going to be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Yes! It's Beyonce weekend. Very exciting. I was, uh, I will not lie, I did not stay up for the release, but I was very, very excited and I love the album. So I am, I'm here for all of it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. If you're not a Beyonce fan, I just don't know. I don't know. What kind of lifestyle is that? Doesn't sound fun. It does not sound fun. Um, we'll talk to Warren Sharp in, uh, at the bottom of the hour. Sharp football analysis. He does a great job covering the league. And he had uh, some thoughts on a topic that I'm going to get to, into right now. Um, Patrick Mahomes talked about some of the weird, quote, weird criticisms that he and other black quarterbacks in the NFL have received lately. You're listening to Joy Taylor on the Joy Taylor Show, Fox Sports Radio. And uh, he he gave a pretty pretty strong statement about uh, the reaction to the anonymous quotes from the defensive coordinator in the uh, athletic article, which I'll read in just a moment. But here's Patrick Mahomes. Do you think you're evaluated differently because you are a black quarterback? I don't want to go that far and say that. I mean, obviously... Uh, the black quarterback has had a battle to be in this position that we are, to have this many guys in the league playing. And I think every day we're proving that uh, we should have been playing the whole time. We've got guys that think think uh, just as well as they can use their athleticism. And so uh, it, it always is weird when you see guys like me, Lamar, Kyler, kind of get that on them and other guys don't. But at the same time, we're going to go out there and prove ourselves every day to show that we can be some of the best quarterbacks in the league. So Patrick is great at the mic. He's, he's one of those guys that's always going to – always going to say the right thing and I appreciated that the question was asked and that he answered it the way he did because people are always waiting to have these explosive reactions especially when you're talking about race and they want to immediately dismiss that any of it's going on and oh well how can how can you say that about black quarterbacks and Patrick Mahomes has a 10-year deal well because even though he does do that and is a league MVP and a Super Bowl winner and I could go on and on and on about all the other accomplishments that he has made in his career. Uh, an anonymous NFL defensive coach still had this, this to say. We love Mahomes because of his unorthodox throws, not because of his natural pocket presence. And when that disappears, when they lose games, take his first read away. And what does he do? He runs, he scrambles, and he plays street ball. Now... Anytime you want to slip the word street ball in it, we know exactly what you're talking about. Racist. So mm, I, I did not say I, I did not say that was a sound. What happened? I did not hear. It. There was a sound that was just played. I didn't hear it. Racist. Uh, street ball. Street ball. Where do they play street football? Is there like, is that a thing? I mean, like, I know we would like throw the ball around and like, you know, one of the, you know, whoever the best athlete was would you know, be the receiver or whatever. I mean, like I played street football as a child. 
Um, football is a very organized sport. Requires a lot of equipment. Generally coaches a field, you know, things of that nature. Uh, cleats. Street ball. Okay. I'm just, I, I'm curious. I would love to see street football. Is that, is there like, is there, are there parks where you can play street football? Because I didn't even know that street football was a thing. Street ball. Whatever that means. Okay, guy. This is Patrick Mahomes, who is the standard for what everyone is looking for in the league. And he doesn't have natural pocket presence. I can't wait to talk to Warren Sharp about this. It's, it, it's, the statement itself is so outrageous. You shouldn't be able to say things like this without putting your name on it. You just shouldn't. And, of course, Lamar Jackson got up in this as well. Because, I mean, why would, why would Lamar be a, a traditional uh, quarterback? He had this to say about Lamar. Uh, if he has to pass to win the game, they ain't winning the game. He's so unique as an athlete. and He's a really good football player. But I don't give a bleep if he wins the league MVP 12 times. I don't think he'll ever be one as a quarterback. He'll be one as a football player, but not as a quarterback. My guy, my guy. Can I just, I don't want to like pick your words apart or anything, but a 12-time league MVP at the quarterback position is a one, my guy. Whatever style he plays. I think we change the position to do whatever it is he does if he wins the league MVP 12 times. What? I can't. What are you? What are you talking about? How do you say something that outrageous and sleep at night? I try to maintain my level of hysteria whenever something happens because I don't want to say something that, that, that just gets gets minted into the halls of nonsense. And this one, this quote goes right into the hall of nonsense. 12 times? You don't care if he wins the league MVP 12 times? Who Who's won the league MVP 12 times? And I don't... The, the problem is I can't assume that you're speaking in hyperbole because what you're saying about him is also nonsense. So which part of my of your statement am I supposed to buy into? And of course, I just started the show talking about all of the criticisms of Kyler Murray. So yes, is this still a thing that black quarterbacks are facing in the league today? These type of stereotypes and these type of statements and assumptions and complete disregard for actual statistics and winning and all of those things. Yes, it absolutely is. The argument around Lamar Jackson, I think is even, is the most outrageous because he is a league MVP and all anyone can talk about is how, if you take away his running, this is what everyone says. If you take away his ability to run, he's not that good of a quarterback. If you take the filling out of a pie, it's just a crust. Like, what does that mean? What does that mean? What are you talking about? Of, of, of course. But he is an elite runner. He is the most dynamic pl- player at that position in the league. Why would he not run? Why would he do less of what he is so much better at everyone else at? Huh? If you take away... Elon's brain, he's just a guy. Like, yes, of course. What does that mean? It is, I can't, I just can't travel with people down the halls of dumb. Make that statement make sense. Is he going to be able to have this elite trait for 15 years? First of all, we don't know. We assume because we have watched many extremely talented athletes take a step back as they get older because, you know, aging, that's a real thing. 
But I don't need Lamar Jackson to be able to do this for 15 years. Which brings me back to my statement about Kyler Murray at the beginning of the show. Why are you guys worried about 10 years from now, 15 years from now? Stop holding everyone to the standard of Tom Brady. Everybody's not going to play that long at the level that he's playing. That's why he's the GOAT. That's it. Just stop it. That's it. The mold has been broken. God made it, and then he broke it. That's it. There's one There's one Tom Brady. There's one Patrick Mahomes. There's one Lamar Jackson. Stop trying to recreate something that cannot be recreated. Do you. You're not going to find Tom Brady because Tom Brady it made himself. <laughs> like he, he, he put that time in. He recognized what he needed to do to be the greatest. And he is an outlier. Now, that's not to say you shouldn't try to be great, but stop trying to be something that cannot be duplicated. He is the greatest to ever do it. That's it. The, the chapter, it's been written. It has been written. I have spoken. That's it. You don't need to worry about 15 years from now. You don't need to worry about 10 years from now. You're not paying him for 10 years. You're not paying him for 15 years. You need to worry about the next three to five years. That is the window that you need to be concerned about if you're a team signing a quarterback. Five years. That's There you go. You build your team. You draft the players that, that complement him. You put things in place. You, you, get, you get your coaches lined up. That's what you do. You build some momentum. You grow every year. You improve. Are those things happening? And don't give me the Ravens last year. They had so many injuries, they never had a shot. I don't want to hear about last year. It's just, it's just wild to me. If you take away his ability to run, if you take away a supermodel's beauty, what is it? What are you saying? <laughs> what does that mean? We're not taking away his ability to run. He should be running. And being a, a quarterback that can leave the pocket and make plays is what everyone is looking for. So what is the problem? Patrick Mahomes plays street ball. Where's the street ball league? Did I did I miss the street ball football era? Where was I? Was I taking a nap when that happened? I don't know where the street ball league is. Your flag football uh, team does not count. That's not street football. That's not street football. It's outrageous. Let's get to Mondi Monzi with what's trending. Listen, Dr. Joy Taylor, I think you just can drop your mic now. I think I, just, I don't know what they're talking about. Girl, you uh, you hit it on the money so much. But I, I have to tell you, there's one thing I 100% disagree with you. What's that? Pickles. Girl. Oh, no, you're pickles, tripping. Oh, my gosh. No, 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 no. If a pickle touches my food, I send it back. You know, pickles can't. are pickles. We are a very divided country, and yeah. pickles are pickles are something that I understand people not liking. It is a okay. very unique it taste. Is. Like pickles, mustard, olives. I understand when people aren't super into those flavors because totally. like your palate has to like that. I love salty stuff and vinegary stuff. So pickles are pickles, my favorite snack, especially like when they come on a burger. Like when I get a veggie burger and I'm like, no pickles. It soaks into the bread, and it's like that's it. That's all I taste. And yeah. It, oh, it's so. So I saw your video yesterday. I was like, oh my god, this is. Yeah. I'm no, a, I'm, I, I don't. I, I'm not get offended by it. I do. I totally understand. Like, and pickles are, you know, they're they're a wet snack. Yes. So I understand. You know, they get into the bread, and it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Um, yeah. I totally understand. I does. It doesn't upset me. Okay. More, that's more pickles for me. Exactly. You can have all my pickles. Any. 
anytime, no problem. But I, it is the I'm one the, thing. I'm the pickle harvester at the table when people are out <laughs> on pickles. So don't worry. I'm not offended. Perfect. Perfect. I'll just throw them all at you. <laughs> right now, we got a couple of baseball games going on. The Rays are taking on the Guardians, and they're up 3-1 in the fifth inning. Brandon Lowe hit a two-run homer in the bottom of the first to put the Rays up. And the Yankees, they just got started against the Royals. They're already up 2-0. DJ LeMahieu already hit a home run in the bottom of that first inning. I'm just wondering if Aaron Judge will hit his 42nd homer in this game, which leads all majors after hitting that grand slam. Two homers last night. Absolutely incredible. That's all the the games we have going on in this moment. But a couple of uh, trades have happened with the trade deadline happening very soon. The Phillies have acquired shortstop Edmundo Sosa from the St. Louis Cardinals in exchange for left-handed reliever Jojo Romero, while the Rockies and closer Daniel Bard are finalizing a two-year contract extension worth $19 million. Now, the Dodgers have acquired reliever Chris Martin from the Cubs in exchange for Zach McKinstry. A little bit of NFL, which you talked about a little bit already. Not some great news coming out of the Bay Area. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan announced that defensive tackle Maurice Hurst Jr. tore his bicep in practice yesterday. He's going to need surgery. He's expected to be out for the entire season. This is what sucks about, you know, the start of football. This happens every year. You mentioned that the Ravens had no hope last year. They had injuries from the beginning, so hopefully we won't get that many more injuries this preseason of football. Back to you, Dr. Joy Taylor. <laughs> Thank you, Monzi. Yeah, that's uh, that's the time of year that we're in. We just kind of, everyone's just crossing their fingers, hoping that all of your starters get out of camp safely and uh, with the least amount of injuries. So that's um, that's unfortunate news out of the Bay Area. I'm going to talk to Tracy Sandler, Niners reporter, later in the show about that. But I'm very excited to talk to Warren Sharp. I've been looking forward to this. I uh, Warren and I have been uh, going back and forth with the defense of some of the most talented human beings on earth. So I'm very confused as to how we got here. Um, Warren Sharp, Sharp Football Analysis and Sharp Football Stats, NBC Sports and The Ringer. Welcome, Warren. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, Joy. Let's start with Lamar Jackson. So this, this anonymous quote from this anonymous defensive coach uh, has been circulating with criticisms of Lamar Jackson and of Patrick Mahomes, and we'll get to both. Uh, I believe if you say something as outrageous as this coach has said, you shouldn't be allowed to remain anonymous. But that's probably also why he feels uh, empowered to make such statements. So you disagreed uh, adamantly with the the analysis of Lamar Jackson. Um, what is it that people don't understand about Lamar Jackson? Well, you know, if we're just going to talk about what Lamar has done on the field that have made people mad, which which is certainly only one element of this, in my opinion, uh, it's that he's had a lack of success in the postseason. And the reality is we're talking about like a super small sample size at that point in time. And what has he really done here? If we want to talk about the postseason, which really we shouldn't be spending the bulk of our analysis doing um, – 2019, he takes this team to an outstanding record, and they're upset in the first game. Last year, they win their first game, and then their second game, they obviously lose to a Buffalo Bills team that is one of the best in the NFL. And then last year, Lamar, before he was injured, had his team sitting as the number one seed in the AFC before he gets injured. The team falls out of the number one seed. They lose every single one of the games that he misses due to injury late in the season, and they fall out of playoff contention altogether. Uh, He's saved jobs. He literally saved 
John Harbaugh's job. This team was 40 wins, 40 losses in their prior 80 games before inserting Lamar Jackson as quarterback. The owner came out and said, we were on the fence. We weren't sure if we were going to be sticking with John Harbaugh. And Lamar comes in, goes 6-1 and one, his first season without any camp whatsoever goes on to produce this ridiculous 2019 season where he wins the MVP unanimously. And I just think it's absurd to think that he is not, quote-unquote, a good enough quarterback, but he's a good enough football player. Uh, We could talk about passing statistics from last season where he was literally the most accurate quarterback throwing the football outside of the numbers, which are the more difficult throws for quarterbacks to make. So how are we suggesting that he can't pass the ball well enough when he's broken all types of records for youngest player ever to hit certain milestones in terms of throwing the amount of touchdowns that he has done. Uh, I think it's absurd and ridiculous. I agree. And I'm glad that you brought up the statistics because I feel like once a player gets a particular narrative sort of labeled on them, which Lamar had before he was ever even drafted. If you if you remember, they were talking about how he was a wide receiver or a tight end, and like he's just not a quarterback, even though he won a Heisman Trophy as a quarterback. But for some reason, he just doesn't know how to play the position. I've always found it outrageous. But the other pushback on Lamar Jackson, which I truly don't understand and I was just talking about, is for people who don't understand how he's a good thrower, they'll just point to, well, if – if you take away his ability to run, then you know, like he's just an average quarterback. Like, yeah. If you take away a supermodel's beauty, she's just a person. Like, if you t- or, or he's just a person. Like, if you take away the p- filling from a pie, it's crust. Like, why are you talking about that? Some he does something that is incredibly elite. Why would he not do that? Right. And the other thing that I don't think people realize, I love trying to dig down into the context of the issue. Lamar Jackson's Baltimore Ravens have been a run-first team for multiple years, and this team was built on running the football first, throwing off of the run. Why were they a run-first team? Because Not because Lamar can't pass, because he's such a great runner that the read option is something that no other team can do in the NFL as an offense that is like that because he is such a dynamic threat on the ground as a quarterback. And so it's difficult for opposing defenses to prepare for that. So, of course, you're going to do something and lean into it when you're really good at it and you're one of the only teams that can do it. But this team, one of the most run-heavy teams in the league for multiple years, loses all of their running backs before last season. And this team then switches from the number two most run-heavy team for the prior two years to the number seven most pass-heavy team last season. All of a sudden, they're saying, Lamar, you're going to have to throw the ball. And who is he throwing the ball to? This team has one of the least paid wide receiving cores every single year that Lamar has been in town. In fact, this upcoming season, they have the cheapest money spent on the wide receiver position of any team in the NFL. So he's not throwing the football to all of the big-name players that all these other quarterbacks get. And most of these other quarterbacks who have been on their rookie deals, like Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, even Baker Mayfield and the like, all of these guys, their teams started stacking wide receivers in there, bringing in free agent wide receivers like Stephon Diggs for Josh Allen as one example. Uh, so these guys could play with high-paid, really good wide receivers. The Ravens never did that, and yet Lamar is still achieving these great results and having his team as the number one seed in the AFC despite all of that. 
We're talking to Warren Sharp, who is just dropping facts. Just just all facts. No opinion, just facts. All these things are true. Uh, so Patrick Mahomes was uh, the other player that got caught in the crosshairs of this defensive coach's opinion. And he said something that uh, really stood out to me. And he said, you know, he, he it's we love his unorthodox throws, not his natural pocket presence. And when that disappears, he they lose games. If you take his first read away, what does he do? He runs, he scrambles, and he plays street ball. I don't know what street ball is. I've never been to a street ball football game in my life. I've been to probably hundreds of football games, so I don't know what he's talking about. But as far as his natural pocket presence, is he wrong about that? Oh, yeah, he's completely wrong. I mean, uh, Pro Football Focus pulled up the statistics. He's one of the best in the NFL, uh, getting to his second and third read. His pocket presence is absolutely fine. Um, the issue with Kansas City that a lot of people, it's absolutely hilarious to me, Joy, like the, the, the quick reactions when a good quarterback all of a sudden, and, and most of these actually tend to be minority quarterbacks, but when a good quarterback ends up having a bad performance like Patrick Mahomes did in the second half against the Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC Championship game, all of a sudden you watch the talk show, it's like literally two days later, and it's Patrick Mahomes no longer a top five quarterback in the AFC. <laughs> right. uh, J- Justin, Bur- Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the AFC because of one half of football. But the, the difficulty for Patrick Mahomes last season was defenses started playing this offense completely different. They started dropping back in this too high shell and just daring the Kansas City Chiefs to throw the ball underneath. They had been destroyed and beaten and battered with Tyreek Hill look, we're going to dare you to run the football. We don't even care if you run the football and get five yards of carry. We just don't want you to get 50 yards in one single play to Tyreek Hill. And so the, midway through the season, they start playing the Chiefs totally different. And that was a learning experience for Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. It wasn't just Mahomes. Andy Reid calling the plays. They all had to figure out how to play offense a little bit differently to make more progressions in their, in their concepts, to throw the ball a little bit shorter, to take what the defense is giving them more frequently. And they were weren't used to doing that. They were used to being a very aggressive downfield passing offense. And so, uh, look, they still got to the AFC championship game. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, he has played with one of the worst defenses in the NFL ever since he's been there. And this guy continues to just take his team to the AFC championship game year after year after year. So once again, I mean, it's funny, um, all these truly, truly elite special and game-changing quarterbacks that are in the league, uh, all of a sudden this offseason, you know, have all been targeted as, uh, you know, saying that they're much worse than what they really are. It's just really bizarre to me. I think it's bizarre, too, especially considering the two guys that we just mentioned have also been league MVPs. So I don't know how there's like a dramatic exactly. fall off all of a sudden. We're talking to Warren Sharp. Uh, before I get you out of here, I, I want to ask what, what quarterback do you think is going to uh, really – have a standout year who's kind of been a little uh was a little shaky last year trevor lawrence zach martin justin fields obviously not all none of them were in a really great situation last year but can you see any of those guys really uh having a year that kind of shakes things up a bit trevor lawrence to me is the guy he's the main one that we should be talking about here uh last year for whatever reason i tried to crunch the numbers any which way possible. If you look at what Trevor Lawrence did on second downs, I have no idea what was going on, but they were absolutely horrendous. He was great. He was one of the better quarterbacks, like right outside fringe top 10 quarterbacks in efficiency passing the football on first down. 
think about the coaching staff change that he now gets. We all know, first of all, that quarterbacks make their biggest jump from year one to year two. So a lot of those guys that you were mentioning are in that category that we should see improved play this season. But I really think that Trevor Lawrence, with that coaching staff change, he's going from a coach who just couldn't care less, who shouldn't even been in that position, to now Doug Peterson, who was able to take Carson Wentz, and we know – now think that Carson Wentz is obviously not very good, but he was having an MVP season under Doug Peterson. Then, of course, Carson hurts himself multiple seasons in a row, first his knee, then his back, and, of course, he's never been the same since. But Doug Peterson comes from Andy Reid's school. This is a school where they pass the ball a lot more on first down. Trevor Lawrence was already pretty good last year passing the ball on first down. They just weren't leaning into it enough. I think this team with Doug Peterson is going to be throwing the ball more on first down. I think they're going to be setting up better concepts for Trevor Lawrence, and I think that he is actually going to look really good this upcoming season throwing the football down the field. Thank you so much for joining us. Warren Sharp, Sharp Football Analysis at sharpfootballstats.com, NBC Sports and The Ringer. Make sure you go check out uh, his Sharp 2022 football preview, everything he learned from the 2021 season and what will happen in 2022. It is at the top of his Twitter page. You can go and check that out. So uh, lots of lots of good stuff on the NFL. I'm looking forward to the season. And thank you so much for coming on, Warren, and uh, setting the record straight with actual statistics. <laughs> hey, thanks, Joy. That's Warren Sharp. Uh, look, a lot of the stuff you mentioned is just really basic stats. It's it's not no no super big deep dives there um, when it comes to what Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes do. And like I said, they're both league MVPs. So I don't know where the the huge fall off happens um coming up next in the joy taylor show on fox sports radio cowboys fans are going to be upset with me hey what's up everybody it's me three-time pro bowler lavar arrington and i couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called up on game what is up on game you ask along with my fellow pro bowler tj hushmanzada and super bowl champion yep that's right plexico burris you can only name a show with that type of talent on it up on game we're going to be sharing our real life experiences loaded with teachable moments listen to up on game with me lavar arrington tj hushmanzada and plexico burris on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Welcome back to the Joy Taylor Show, Fox Sports Radio. Thank you so much to Warren Sharp for joining us. And um, just, you know, just knowledge, just facts and stats. Go check out his book. He has a lot of great information on the upcoming season. Uh, breaking down why Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes are still good. They are still good quarterbacks, guys. There's no need to react that much to an anonymous coach's statement. So I think Cowboys fans are going to be pretty mad at me all season long. I'm anticipating that. Uh, my mom is a Cowboys fan, and I don't know how that happened. She's from Pittsburgh, but she she loves the Cowboys. Uh, Emma Smith, favorite player, so she just she loves the Cowboys. Obviously, uh, Skip Bayless is a big Cowboys fan. I have lots of Cowboys fans in my life, and the one thing that I I now understand, having been all in on the Cowboys last year and them embarrassing me, is they're just not a postseason team. They're just not. And uh, there's something to be said for that. They are the biggest brand in sports in the world. Not debatable. The number one biggest brand in the world are the Dallas Cowboys. And I think that is something. That is something. People ask all the time, why are you guys always talking about the Cowboys? I don't know. They're the biggest brand in the world. The biggest brand in the world. Bigger than any soccer club, football club, uh, any basketball team, the Yankees. Nobody, Nobody comes close to the Cowboys. Well, they come close, but they're not bigger than the Cowboys. And every single year, it's the same story. They win their crappy division, and then it's something about, you know, how they're Super Bowl contenders. Uh, Jerry Jones set a little bit of a standard, though, for this particular year. I'll be candid with you. There's degrees. Uh, I want to be fair to everybody concerned. Uh, we need to uh, uh, be in the playoffs. We need to be viable in the playoffs to have a, be a successful season. Dak Prescott spoke also. He said this year he's going to be uh, 29. He turns 29 on Friday. It'll be the golden birthday. I plan for this to be the golden year. The Cowboys have won three playoff games in 26 years. I know it sounds crazy. It's true. They do not win in the postseason. They don't. They don't. I'm sorry, guys. I, I'm sorry. They just don't. And I don't know why I didn't think about that when I went all in on them last year. It's probably because I love Dak Prescott and I've been rooting for him since he came in the league. And my questions with the Cowboys are not Dak Prescott. I think CeeDee Lamb's going to be awesome. I think he's al- he was already the number one receiver last year. I do think they're going to have some issues with depth at receiver. Micah Parsons, unbelievable. Shout out to Micah. 
they, they have playmakers everywhere, like they always do. What happens in the postseason? That's why Mike McCarthy is already getting questions about his job, as outrageous as that sounds, coming off of a 12-5 and season and winning the division. But I can't say the standard is Super Bowl for Dallas. The standard isn't even winning a playoff game. So to Jerry's credit, I like that he's kind of given it a little shove. They need to win two playoff games. That is the that is the standard. That is what's set for the Dallas Cowboys this year. I don't think it's going to happen, but that's what they need to do. And, you know, there are some names floating out there if they don't end up doing that and they move off of Mike McCarthy. However fair that might be or unfair, I don't know. But the thing that the, 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 the connecting fiber through all of these years is obviously Jerry Jones who's an unbelievable businessman, but the coaches that they have brought in there are not guys with a lot of demands. And I think that that, you know, if we're just looking at what's been consistent, that might be the issue in Dallas. Sorry, sorry Cowboys fans. Uh, and they're already in my mentions, but I don't know what else to tell you. Three wins in 26 years. What do you want me to do? It's the Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. We'll talk to Brandon Newman, uh, formerly of the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast, and now the Gojo Show on Fox Sports Radio next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. 
No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What up? Happy Saturday. Thanks for hanging with us today. Me, Monzi, Don, and Ryan in studio. Hope you are enjoying your summer. I've been traveling a lot, which is why I've been out. But happy to be in here today as we are in training camps across the NFL. And everyone's just crossing their fingers that we all get out with the most amount of healthy players because that's just what this time of year is. Um, so we talked to Warren Sharp earlier in the show, and he brought a lot of fun statistics as to why all of you Lamar Jackson haters are just wrong. You're just wrong. You're just wrong. Wrong, wrong. Wrong, ah, wrong. I don't have the I don't have the access to the uh, sound effects. Do we have a do we have a wrong sound effect? <laughs> there you go. Wrong, wrong. Um, and now I want to talk to uh, a Ravens fan who I believe is a big Lamar J- Jackson fan. In my my former co-host of the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast and now a uh, host of the Gojo Show, Brandon Newman. Brandon, you uh, you like you love Lamar, right? Like you're you're protective of Lamar. Very, very protective of Lamar. Usually, traditionally, over all black quarterbacks, but especially Lamar, him being uh, my quarterback. That's my quarterback, Joy. And then also him winning a Heisman for uh, my hometown, Louisville, Kentucky, uh, Louisville Cardinals. You know, he just he just hits all the boxes. So, when he was before he was drafted, there was conversations about if he was really a quarterback or not, which I found out. I just found it outrageous. Like he he won the Heisman yeah. Trophy as the quarterback. Of the Louisville team, like what are what are we talking about here? I just I thought it was weird, and now there's this anonymous coach, which like I mean the anonymous quote thing is always drives me insane, especially when they make outrageous statements. I just feel like it should be illegal. There should be laws for this, and yes. this this anonymous coach in this athletic article said if he has to pass to win the game, they ain't winning the game. He's so unique as an athlete and is a really good football player. But I don't give a bleep if he wins the league MVP 12 times. I don't think he'll ever be a one as a quarterback. He'll be a one as a football player, but not as a quarterback. How are Ravens fans in general receiving these, uh, in my opinion, outrageous assessments of Lamar Jackson? I can understand why people are still so hesitant to understand his greatness. But it's, isn't it so much? Isn't it so blasphemous to say that he can be the number one football player in the NFL, but can't be a number one quarterback, even though he is a quarterback? Like, yeah, I, 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 under, I could. The math on that I is could, terrible. Right, and I can understand if we were in a place where Patrick Mahomes wasn't also in the league, or even Josh Allen wasn't also in the league. But we're seeing. That And now this is the era of thick Lamar Jackson. I just want to say my biggest critique of him always was he was too thin. Now, now we, got, we, got thick, we got thick Donald Duck out there. Like, I, I, listen, I like our chances. He is so focused. He doesn't even want a, a contract right now. He's so focused on winning joy. And people have an issue with that. Well, I don't have an issue with him not having a contract. I just I don't understand it. From a business perspective, I, I like trees don't grow sure. to the sky, 
And I understand I that understand. the Deshaun Watson contract seemed to, to break the market. But then I think everybody took a deep breath and was like, oh, wait a minute. It's the Browns. Don't nobody do business like the Browns. So they're not setting the standard for anything except for how to be consistently the most dysfunctional organization in all of sports every single year. It's like they it's like they want to win that. They insist on like, no, 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 no. That's us. That's ours. So I don't <laughs> think that that's like that. At first, I was like, well, that's going to be the standard. I mean, I mean, considering the situation, it's how would anybody not walk into a room like, no, twice what that is. But trees don't go to the, to the skies. It's a salary cap league. And I just I don't like when any young player bets on themselves in this situation because if you get another injury, then then, you know, then it can go the other way. So I don't have a problem. He can do he can handle his money however he wants to handle his money. If I was just giving him advice, I would say get a contract done. Yes. And we expect him to get a contract done. Whenever it's ready, he as 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 random as he is on the field, you can't predict what he does. He's that way off the field too. He doesn't have an agent. It's him and his mom handling things. So I'm, I'm sure they need a little bit more time to read through the logistics. And he's not just betting on himself, Joy. I think he's betting on this team. I think he's betting on his future. Obviously, he is betting on himself, but. He's betting on the, the future of this team because they're healthy going into the season, unlike last season. Obviously, you know, training camp changes all of those things. But I just think there's this faith, this faith behind everything that he's doing. We always thought he needed an over-the-head over uh, receiver, and then we got rid of Marquise Brown. But let's be real. He did well with the Willie Sneeds of the world. He just don't need uh, sure hands outside of the tight end position. We're talking to Brandon Newman of the Gojo Show. I don't know if you know this, Brandon, but I am a I'm an honorary member of of the Flock. Is that what the is that what the Ravens what? fans are called? Ravens Flock. Yes. Is that the Flock? So I I I made it to the the Ravens hype video this year. You, what, what was the quote? What was the quote? It's my voice, the voice of Joy Taylor, yeah. as you're currently listening to on Fox Sports Radio, <laughs> saying that. When the Ravens are healthy this year, they're going to hurt some people's feelings. Believe that. Ooh. That's the quote. Now, I, I have to tell you, day. I have to tell you, I was a little apprehensive because I I, someone had tweeted the video to me. And I was like, well, wait a minute. Because if there's, if there's Joy Taylor slander in this, I'm going to drag this whole organization for filth. Because I have said nothing but nice things about the Ravens, and particularly Lamar Jackson, for quite some time now. So I don't want to hear the, you know how they'd be clipping off one little clip. And, uh, you know, misrepresenting me. And I don't appreciate that. So, uh, yeah. but, they, but it was a correct, it was, a, it was an accurate statement. I do believe that. Because you remember Baker Mayfield put me as the, as the number one hater. I was number one Baker Mayfield after all the nice things that I've said about Baker Mayfield for so long. You remember them. Because you did the show I with do. me. Baker Mayfield had the audacity to put my voice as the first voice on his hater video. His hater montage. The audacity. I'm glad. I'm glad that we did that for the Ravens because you turned out to be right in that, and I think you're going to be right for this one. Like your preseason voice and your preseason take <laughs> set the tone for the rest of the season because now Baker is battling with Sam Darnold, his uh, draft teammate from uh, some years. Oh back. yeah, I mean, listen, I I sold every <laughs> drop of my Baker Mayfield stock, and I had I had to sell low. But I feel great about it, and um, I don't know how that's going to happen. But you're absolutely right. That is a that is a fall from grace to be able to put out a hater montage video, and now you are in a, a legitimate quarterback competition in Carolina with Sam Darnold. Um, although I will say again, I I I would have preferred that the Browns uh, keep him there 
considering the current situation that they have going on. So let's yeah. talk about the division really quickly. Uh, the AFC North. Obviously, I am from Pittsburgh. I I root for the Steelers. But I have immense respect for the Baltimore Ravens as an organization. And I love, love Joe Burrow. I was a very early uh, buyer on Joe Burrow. I was 100% convinced. And I was very, very right about him. And, uh, you know, the Browns, they play in that division too, but who cares? So I I do think that it is between... Uh, I, mean, I mean, this is coming from a biased place. I do think it's between the the Bengals and the Ravens this year. I, I do believe that when the Ravens are completely healthy, they are, first of all, they're going to, they're, they're a sleeper team. Like, people are coming for Lamar Jackson for some reason. Um, they are completely forgetting that that's a, that's a functional organization that plays good football. And obviously the Bengals are coming off of a, a Super Bowl win, and I think their roster has improved. The Steelers, while they have Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season, I don't think that they are going to be bad, but I, I'm not in love with the quarterback situation right now in, when you look around the division. And again, who knows what the Browns are going to be this year. So how do you feel about that overall assessment of that division? Well, you know, Pittsburgh and Baltimore are looking up to a new AFC champion, uh, AFC North champion for the first time in, what, 20 years? I think Pittsburgh finished first nine times, Baltimore six, and uh, Cincinnati five. So I think we're we're all not worried about Cleveland now that Big Ben Roethlisberger is out. Though it, it now is a, a real chance for the Ravens to get at the top because as much as the Cincinnati Bengals prove themselves getting into the Super Bowl, they still the Bengals. And I know Joe Burrow is still Joe Burrow, so they're always going to be in it, but. It complete teams win the AFC North, Joel. You know this is coming from Pittsburgh. And I think Baltimore is just in a better position right now to, to, to be a top of the AFC North. I, and honestly, it just comes down to – I don't want to say it comes down to quarterback because then you say Joe Burrow and then I get completely out. Listen, Joe Burrow was in the top five of those quarterback lists at the beginning of the season while uh, Lamar Jackson was sitting out in the top ten looking ugly. So I think I, I like – I'm comfortable in I'm comfortable in the unexpected, Joy, because I think there's too much pressure on the Cincinnati Bengals to repeat coming out of nowhere like last season. And then we had that pressure with Lamar Jackson coming off of that uh, MVP year, and, and it was in shambles for us. So I like the amenity. I like uh, I like our chances on offense and defense with uh, the draft class we picked up, led by Kyle, uh, Kyle Hamilton coming out of Notre Dame. You know, I like that pick. Yeah, I like that pick, um, too. I just, I, yeah, I just, I just, it just makes sense on the board. And the chess game that is football, I feel like we have the better pieces in the AFC North. So I started the show talking, well, I started the show talking about Kyler Murray, but uh, also about the Ooh. Patrick Mahomes' statements on yes. black quarterbacks and you know how they're being evaluated. Patrick Mahomes got caught in the fray. How that happens? Uh, is, I mean, the statement is the statement is incredible. I just want to read it for you, okay? And for for those of you who haven't heard, this anonymous NFL coach who gave all these quotes to the Athletic about Lamar Jackson. By the way, Lamar Jackson wins the MVP twelve times. He's still not a number one quarterback. Right. Like you said that out of your face, that's something that you said you felt good about that when you finished that you put the period on that state, on that statement. If Lamar Jackson wins the league MVP twelve times, Lamar Jackson is not only the greatest player in the history of the NFL, but whatever he does at the quarterback position is now the gold standard. Anything less than what he is is a mistake. What are you talking about? You don't care if he wins twelve MVPs? Okay, I digress. So. This, this quote on Patrick Mahomes, we love Mahomes because of his unorthodox throws, not because of his natural pocket presence. And when that disappears, that, that is when they lose games. 
take his first read away, and what does he do? He runs, okay, he scrambles, and he plays street ball. Dear Brandon, what is sh- football street ball? Oof. Have you ever played football? You played Oof. you played Division One college football. I- I've never been to a street ball football game. Where do they play those? Do they play the? Is that where's that? They don't get- they don't get they don't get televised, Joy. Is there like a Rucker Park for 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 street football? Because I literally need to know what he's talking about. What do you mean, sir? Where is the street? Do you, are, are you involved in like an underground street football league that that, that none of us sure. know about? It's like the and one. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah like what, that description that description was him him basically saying uh, he keeps the play alive. Like unless he's talking about bringing back the greatest uh, PS2 game that ever was created in the NFL street. Like then we can start having a, a real a real talk about street uh, street games, but NFL now with all these uh, like what Michael Parsons that are playing linebacker, right? Like the like our, the Ryan Kerrigan's are retiring right now. Like you need those style of quarterbacks to drive the ball down the field if you want a seventy five yard drive plus. Like I, that's why I love these commentators now because it's it's people showing themselves joy it's only love when people show themselves oh i, I prefer it I, like, oh, like, I very yeah. much prefer i prefer people are like oh it's no no free speech no please please free speech all day yeah. i would lo- i need to know who you really are and what you really think don't don't please don't do not keep your thoughts to yourself i would love to know who you right. are and that is my point what is street ball what we know that we know when people talk about this what they really mean you want you want to just want you just want to you just want to find a way to slip the word street in there to describe Patrick Mahomes which by the way is exactly. a, a, a hilarious description of Patrick Mahomes if we're being uh, if we're being straightforward here <laughs> but why like where do they play street ball that's what i need to know so when you make these statements and this is my problem with these anonymous quotes you said something like this you said he plays street ball which doesn't exist i'm making these jokes because you, there is no rucker park for football you have to have pads and a field and coaches and a referee like throwing the ball around on the beach is not street ball honey that ain't what it is so there is no street ball so you just wanted to use the word street to describe patrick mahomes because that's how you really feel and that's why he was asked about this which brings me to my question with you obviously we've come a long way with black quarterbacks and patrick mahomes has a 10-year deal and in my opinion is the best quarterback in the league still um, and is the and is the prototype for the future of that position, as you just said. You've got Micah Parsons running around. You better be able to move around a little bit. You can't right. be a statue in the pocket. Those days are over, sir, sir. It's a new it's a new era, sir, Mister Streetball, whoever you are. Right. Um, but Patrick Mahomes was asked about it, and he does. You know, he's he said he gave his thoughts on being evaluated as a black quarterback. Do you think that these, I mean, I believe that these stereotypes still exist. Obviously we're talking about it with Kyler Patrick and Lamar Jackson. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And that's why I think there is this quiet added pressure to a Justin Fields of the world. Yeah. Who is trying to feel, uh, fix a decades and decades long quarter uh, problem at quarterback with the Chicago bears, but everyone's uneasy about it because he doesn't look like Mitch Trubisky. Like, I, I think these stereotypes are, are truly exist. We all know they do. And the more they can get them out, it's fine. But we're getting closer to where it doesn't matter, Joy, when the game starts. When, when people have to start uh, 
uh, piercing their lips a little bit talking about Dak Prescott. It's like, well, when he's in the pocket and he's accurate, like, no, like, sit down. We're talking about winning football games, and these quarterbacks are doing everything they can possibly do it. The Kyler Murray deal, Joy, I, I, I'm interested in what you feel about that, but I honestly think it might be more revolutionary than hating because we got a lot of more younger quarterbacks getting into the NFL. And like Dominic Foxworth said, a lot of people don't know how to watch film. So I just, I just like that the, that conversation is starting, but I like that the leader of this conversation, who should even be in this conversation, Patrick Mahomes, is leading the way saying, hey, y'all are evaluating us a little bit different than everyone else. We're just trying to get the ball down the field like all the rest of the quarterbacks, regardless of what they look like. Like, yeah, we don't, the Ben Roethlisberger's are moving slowly out of the league, and obviously we still have Tom Brady, and we hope he does wonderful, great things because he is the GOAT, and he's not as mobile as other people are. But at the end, like – we're still like this is the future, right? Like these, the younger quarterbacks in the NFL are moving while throwing the ball. Yeah, I think the Kyler Murray thing is super strange. I, I feel like there's like some conspiracy something or other going on with it. Like there's another story because the whole thing never made sense from the jump for me. Why would it be in there? Why are we mentioning uh, video games? The, the whole and now they've taken it out. Like the whole thing was just very strange. Why did- why did Kyler sign with that clause in it? Well, uh, that I can defend because, I mean, you've signed a contract before. I'm not reading line for line to these contracts. I have an agent or a lawyer look it over, and if there's anything funny in it, yeah. they tell me. And if not, then I sign the contract. I don't know. So, I, I, I mean, I'm sure, you know, he was discussed, but I, I, who knows, you know? So, I just think it it, uh, it made everybody look bad. It made him look bad. It made the Cardinals look bad. Like, it was just it was just silly. That's a handshake thing. Like, hey, we, we need you to watch more film. Like, okay. And there we go. <laughs> like, that's all there is to right, it. Right. Uh, thanks so much for jumping on brandon hope you're having a great weekend make sure you check out the gojo show follow brandon on social media at brother brandon underscore uh daily podcast with mike golick jr they do a great job um great to talk to you brandon tell michelle i said hi all right we're gonna okay we have have you on when the season is starting you talk about your two machine out there two and nine i know i know i feel good about it i feel good i'm slowly starting to lean towards optimistic i told you we were me and the dolphins are separated right now but they've been dropping off a lot of flowers, a lot of wine, you know, writing very, very personal yeah. notes to try and get me back. So, I, you know, I'm, I can be susceptible to it. Uh, thanks, Brandon. Good luck. See you later, Joy. That is Brandon Newman. You're listening to The Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. When we come back, I'll get to a couple fan questions and let you know the teams that I am most worried about this season. Welcome. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play back joy taylor show on fox sports radio thanks for hanging out with us today we'll talk to tracy sandler fangirl sports network and niners reporter at the uh bottom of the hour and uh wanted to get to a few fan questions um before tracy and then i do want to give you the teams i'm most worried about for this upcoming season, um, how well do you think Patrick Mahomes will do without Tyreek Hill? I think this is a great storyline for this year because obviously the haul that they got for Tyreek was uh, market setting. And Tyreek is an unbelievable player who I think is going to do very well in Miami. Tua is a rhythm quarterback. Tyreek, for all of his speed and amazing over-the-top ability, is a great yards after the catch guy. So I, I think that it's going to be really interesting to watch how the Chiefs offense adjust to losing a playmaker, the level of Tyreek Hill. Now, again, Patrick Mahomes, I think, is the best quarterback in the league still, and they will be fine. But, you know, he is an extreme talent. That's why they they got what they got for him. And I, I really want to see what they look like. Uh, what are your expectations for the Dolphins this season? I expect the Dolphins to be a playoff team. And I don't know how Tua survives that if they are not. They've done everything you could possibly do to shore up around Tua, which is what they should have done from the beginning. And uh, he's had a really rough go. They've tried to replace him three times. And now he has everything he could need. He has uh, one of the best receiving cores in the league. They brought in great pieces uh, outside of that as well as well as an offensive coach so I think this is the year he's got to prove it and I think that I think they will I think they'll they're really going to um do well this year and if they don't it's really going to be a problem also I think the Jets are going to be terrible again and uh I don't have high expectations for what's going on with the Patriots either so uh, the Niners, there's, two, there's a couple questions about the Niners. Where's Jimmy G going to end up? What should the Niners do with Jimmy G? I mean, he's going to be traded. Obviously, we are in that point of the season where we're in training camp and everyone is just trying to get out of training camp healthy. But we've already seen a couple injuries and uh, hopefully no quarterbacks get injured. But there is something that's going to happen throughout the course of the season. I, I could see Jimmy not being moved until the season starts and someone becomes desperate. 
the complete lack of market for Jimmy is what's really interesting to me because the guy does win games. So un- unless and the league tells you what you are. So if there is no market, there's a reason why. I think partly for, because of injury. But it's apparent that people don't really feel like they need him or maybe they just don't want him at the price. But that will change if someone becomes more desperate. So uh, I I think Jimmy is a is a starting quarterback in the league. But what I think, it doesn't matter. It's what the market thinks. And there's a lot of smart people running these teams and nobody seems to be a taker. So either they don't want to pay for him or they feel better about what they've got in-house, of course, that can change as you uh, start the season, somebody gets injured, or you start out with the guy that you had in there and you're terrible, then people become a little bit more desperate. So um, I think that they're going to try and do right by him as well. The Niners really like Jimmy G, and um, I don't think that they're going to try to get just the best deal. I think they're going to try and send him somewhere that, that makes sense for everybody. But um, we'll see, because the market is saying that there's there is none for Jimmy G at this point. You're listening to The Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. I will give you the teams I'm most worried about coming up, but let's get to what's trending first with Monzi, and then we will talk to Tracy Sandler. Girl, I think Aaron Judge heard me because we all need to rise. He hit his 42nd homer of the season, which leads Major League Baseball. Incredible. The Yankees are up 4-2 on the Royals. So Aaron Judge has hit nine home runs in the last nine games and 12. 12 in the last 14 games. Amazing. He is just on fire, and I can't. But, yeah, they're up 4-2 Royals, bottom of the fourth inning. The Blue Jays and Tigers just got started, but they're up 1-0. The Blue Jays are up 1-0 on the Tigers. They're about to end the second inning, and we got the Rays and the Guardians still going at it. It seemed to be all Rays, but the Guardians are coming back. The Rays are only up by one now. They're up 5-4 in the bottom of the seventh inning, thanks to Andres Jimenez, who had a three-run homer in the top of the sixth inning to bring the Guardians within one Now, Sports Illustrated posted a video, and it said that the Atlanta Falcons had to end their practice early today because two fights broke out between teammates. So we're doing great over in Atlanta. The NFL Network is reporting that the Cowboys um, had taught that Cowboys owner Jerry Jones spoke to the media today and that he said about Ezekiel Elliott, quote, has to be the focus in the run game this season, end quote. He also said that there's room for Tony Pollard, but... Zeke is going to be the main focus in the running game for the Cowboys. Not shocking. Not super shocking. Not such great news coming out of the Bay Area. Of course, Kyle Shanahan announced this morning that, unfortunately, defensive tackle Maurice Hurst Jr. tore his bicep in practice yesterday. He is going to need surgery, and he is going to be out for the season. Another injury, actually, in baseball. Red Sox shortstop Trevor Story. He's been diagnosed with a hairline fracture in his right wrist. He's going to be shut down from swinging for about two weeks. Back to you, Dr. Joy Taylor. Thank you, Monzi. Let's go out to Tracy Sandler. Tracy is uh, joining us, CEO of Fangirl Sports and uh, 49ers beat writer. Tracy, so we were just, uh, we just heard from Monzi about the unfortunate injury to uh, Maurice Hurst Jr. Uh, How big of a loss is that for the Niners? Well, what it does is it really changes the depth of the defensive line. And though they still have a tremendous amount of depth, it's, it's a it's a position group that three days ago was almost like an embarrassment of riches. And then this week, Eric Armstead's out for a few weeks. Mo Hurst most likely out for the season. 
Uh, and so it just becomes one of those things that you're in three, four days into training camp and you're already losing some of your depth. Luckily for San Francisco, they still have a fair amount of depth along that, along that line, but it's, it's really too bad for the team and for Hurst. So, Tracy, Trey Lance has been much discussed this offseason. <laughs> and uh, thankfully, Kyle Shanahan finally said, we're going with Trey Lance. It's been my my pushback with Kyle, who, as you know, being close to this team, is not a team that really likes leaks. And mm-hmm. they're very buttoned up in the, in the front office and with the coaches. But I, I just felt like it was... It was a weird situation with Jimmy G. They just hadn't said, hey, Trey Lance is our guy. Like, we're just waiting for Jimmy to get healthy, and then we'll see what the market is. But Trey Lance is the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy. And there were all these reports about, you know, arm fatigue and, you know, is he is he ready and all of that. How does it feel around camp? Does it feel like it's Trey's team? It 100% feels like it's Trey's team. The funny thing is, in the off-season programs, it felt like it was Trey's team. I think it was important for Kyle Shanahan to just come out and say it, especially for Trey and, and his development and mentally for him. But it very much feels like Trey's team. But like I said, it felt like that on the first day of OTAs when Trey Lance walked into his first media availability. And it was clear this guy was QB1. He knew he was QB1. Games are not won in press conferences, but you could see the confidence and you could see the mindset. But it is very clear this is his team. The guys believe in him, and it's just been very clear thus far. And Camp Jimmy Garoppolo was running on the side today doing some conditioning work, but it's not a distraction, and it's just very clear that Trey Lance is the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, and they are moving forward as such. And how has he looked in camp so far? You, he's looked pretty good. The first day he looked great. The last few days have been a little bit more difficult, but it was it's interesting. The, the quarterbacks generally have thrown a number of interceptions the last few days, and Trey actually said on Thursday he considers that a good thing because it's where they learn, and it's how they bounce back from the interceptions, and, and Kyle Shanahan said the same thing. But you know, he scrambled. He looks great. You can see the ability to extend plays. You can see the big play ability, and he's learning, and training camp is the play to learn, so, or is the place to learn, so it's been good to watch him, but I think the ceiling is there. The potential is there, and you can see why the 49ers are so excited about him and just see what a different skill set he brings to the position. We're talking to Tracy Sandler on Fox Sports Radio. So I, I was just talking about before we brought you on what's going to happen with Jimmy Garoppolo. I like mm-hmm. Jimmy G. I think he's a mm-hmm. winner. I think I he too. is uh, very. He seems to be very well liked in the building and amongst his teammates. But the market is what says, like you are what the market says you are. So there don't seem to be any takers. Do you think that that is the injury history or the asking price? What's going on with Jimmy Garoppolo? I think more than anything, it's the shoulder surgery. I, I really do. I think once he had that surgery, the 49ers were pretty open that they didn't have any concrete offers before that happened, but they were certainly in talks with teams. Then he had surgery on his throwing shoulder, and teams were like, well, you know, we got to see, which which I can understand. And then so many things happened this offseason that we couldn't predict, that the 49ers couldn't predict. After the shoulder surgery, you have Russell Wilson leave Seattle. You have everything that happened with Deshaun Watson and the domino effect that had. And there were so many things that happened with quarterbacking around the league that the market has someone somewhat dried up. So now that he's throwing, now that he's healthy, I think we'll see what is available out there. Some of the teams that had signed people, I don't necessarily think it means they're done. You know, the Atlanta Falcons signing Marcus Mariota, to me, doesn't necessarily mean they're done at quarterback. I still think there's a chance he ends up in Houston. I know a lot of people argue with me on that. The Texans have said they're very behind Davis Mills. There would have to be some 
restructuring of the contract, but I still think that that place makes a lot of sense. And then unfortunately, football sees a lot of injuries and we're a few days into camp and preseason starting soon and injuries will happen and a team is bound to lose a quarterback. And I hate to say that, but it's the nature of the game. So I believe the market will change somewhat in these next week or two. Would they trade him in division to Seattle? I don't think so. I don't think they would trade him in. I don't either. I just, I think, like, I, I, I think he's no. just too good. I think he's too good. He has too much institutional knowledge of the team. I just don't think they would. Now, if they end up releasing him, would the Seattle Seahawks be smart to snap him up? Absolutely. No disrespect to Drew Locke, but Jimmy Garoppolo is a much better quarterback. And as you said, he's a proven winner. And I think he does a little bit have the ability to make a team that's not great play a little bit better and we saw that even in 2017 when he came in and started those last five games and certainly that was a team that was starting to come together and gel but you know he went five and oh that season and that was not a great football team I'll just say that so Seattle would be smart to snap him up if they could but I would be shocked if they traded him yeah but I don't know I I have like this feeling about Seattle it's not disrespect to Drew Locke Jimmy Garoppolo is a much better quarterback than Drew Locke and I don't even know if Drew Locke's going to win. It might be Geno Smith, but I think they're—I yeah, think they're fake tanking. Like not even fake tanking. Like I think they're tanking, <laughs> and it's just, they're just like like the statement from Pete Carroll, like we're going to be throwing bombs all over the field, like they're chucking it or whatever. Like nobody's trying to do that anymore. What are you talking about? Um, yeah, well, that's fair. I can't, I can't argue with you there. Yeah. I mean, this division for a while was the toughest division in, in football. I think it's the I think it's the AFC West now. But yeah. what's what are you and obviously I know you you you, have, you cover the team and have a, a great affection for this organization. Um, but how do you see the division playing out this year? I think I think the Rams win the division. Somehow I think the Rams managed to get better. I don't know how they managed to do that, but somehow I think they managed to get better. And with the 49ers, they have the pieces there. A lot of it will depend on Trey. I do think there'll be some ups and downs just because he is essentially a rookie quarterback, even though it is his second season, he is essentially a rookie quarterback. But I see the 49ers like as a 10 or 11 win team making it to the playoffs. But I do think with this division, we'll have a situation again or three out of the four teams make it. Now, Arizona, I find so fascinating because we already have drama and we're about five minutes into training camp. So <laughs> we'll see how and if that affects anything. But it's, the Cardinals are just, they're an interesting team. Are they going to start strong and fall off? Can they maintain it? Will there be too much drama? Because like I said, we're five minutes into camp and what a week it has already been. And no one is talking about the play or the team. It was, everyone's talking about a clause and a contract. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But chances are you get all three teams making the playoffs. But I think the Rams win the division again. They're just too good. Yeah, Arizona has got to figure out how to finish the season uh, stronger. That's That's been the trend for them every single year. Uh, we're talking to Tracy Sandler. What's going on with Debo? That's a great question. Um, he's, he's been running on the side as well. What we keep hearing is that they're working diligently Nothing has happened yet. There are substantive talks. So that's kind of where we are right now with Debo Samuel. And I think that's where we're going to be. I would be surprised if they don't get something done within the next few days. Now, the pads come on here on Monday. So I wouldn't be shocked if we were to see something done before then. That's not inside info. That's just a, a, my best guesstimate as someone who's been doing this for a while. And it feels like the right time. 
But that seems to be what's going on with Debo. He is here, though. Like I said, he is conditioning on the side, getting himself into football shape. It just seems to me it would behoove everybody if they could get this done before the pads come out on Monday. Now, the, a lot of the hang-up with Debo seemed to be how he was being used. Are, are those conversations you know, happening? Because obviously what part of what makes Debo so amazing is he, he's such a dynamic a player that can be used in so many different ways, but he doesn't want to take that kind of damage to his body. So is that going to change? I think it'll change somewhat. Kyle Shanahan has said that they've had great conversations and they're 100% on the same page as to how he will be used. And I think also just by the nature of who will be quarterbacking, you have such a different skill set with Trey Lance that I don't know that they're going to need to use Debo as much in the same way as they did last year. I'm sure they will use him that way somehow because what an incredible talent and what a unique thing to have on your team. But they just won't need to quite as much. And then in the draft, you're drafting Danny Gray, drafting Ty Davis-Price. It felt to me, whether anyone would admit it or not, it felt to me that those picks were somewhat to alleviate some of the stress on Debo Samuel. Tracy Sandler, founder and CEO of Fangirl Sports Network. Make sure you check out her podcast and follow her on social media. Beat, beat writer for the 49ers as well. Thank you so much for joining us, Tracy. Really appreciate it. You're great. Absolutely. Thanks, Joy. Thanks for having me. When we come back on the Joy Taylor Show, I will give you the teams that I think are headed for doom this NFL season. Thanks for hanging. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. 
No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. That's today, the Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. Biggie Smalls. My uh, sister-in-law did a a birthday party for my nephew who turns one today. Happy birthday, Jordan. He's one, so he can't hear me. But uh, she she did a a Biggie Smalls theme party. It was super cute. It was adorable. And he's a he is a big boy. He is one years old, one year old, one year old today. He is over 30 pounds. Yeah, he's a toddler. Insane. Um, I posted him on my page. He is a he is a big boy. He is a he's a future left tackle, is what I keep telling my brother. It's uh it's Jason's Jason's youngest son. So let's go through these teams real quick. I've been teasing this all show. Uh thank you to Tracy Sandler, Warren Sharp, and Brandon Newman for joining us today, and thank you for hanging out with us. Um so the AFC East, I am I'm most concerned about the Jets. Shocker, the Jets uh are never they've been really dysfunctional really since my brother was there in 2010. And I don't have high hopes when you're looking around this division. I've got to at least give Belichick some respect. I, I don't think that they have a lot of high-level players there. Uh, I'm not sure about Mac Jones. But I, I feel like the Jets might be in a desperate situation. I really like their draft. But that's two or three years from now, I believe, before anything really pops off with that. The AFC North, it's the Browns, obviously. We have no idea what's going on with Deshaun Watson still. It could be a year he doesn't play. It could be six weeks. It could be eight weeks. It could be two weeks. All I know is it's the loudest team in the NFL, of course, and uh, still the most dysfunctional, and that division is not to be played with. Um, and now the Cincinnati is really good. And the AFC South, I, I'm interested to see how the Colts do. Uh, obviously, there are worse teams in that division than the Colts, so that's not what this list is. It's the one I'm most concerned about. Uh, I do like the addition of Matt Ryan, but they're, you know, Frank is kind of, he's kind of on the hot seat. Like they really need to do something this year. And does that pressure uh, change how things play out for the Colts? The AFC West is the Chargers. Okay. The Chargers got to make the playoffs. You cannot have Justin Herbert there and miss the playoffs again. I know it's an impossible division, but the Raiders have the first year coach excuse. Uh, Obviously he's coached before, but his first year with the Raiders, Um, the Chiefs are going to be, we know what they're going to be. So I think it's really on. I think it's really on the Chargers to make uh, make the playoffs. The NFC East, the Giants, I think are going to be awful. Oh my god, they're gonna be so bad. Jimmy Garoppolo might end up there. Actually, I I think that's a spot we could see Jimmy end up. And the NFC North, I'm I'm I want to see how Aaron Rodgers does without Devontae Adams. Everyone's acting like it's no big deal that Devontae Adams isn't there anymore. We gonna see. You want to talk about Tyree Kill and missing out on Tyree Kill? We'll see how that that impacts. The Packers, who have underachieved in the postseason over the past few years. The NFC South, Panthers have a quarterback competition. Any team that has a quarterback competition, I'm not taking seriously. If you have more than one guy, you have no guy. That's my opinion about that situation. And it's Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. And that's not that owner there, that new owner, David Tepper. He is not a patient man. And I know Matt Rule has a really, really long contract, but they've won five games each year with him there. So a lot of pressure on the Panthers this year. And then the NFC West, Seattle, like I said, I think I think they're fake tanking. Geno Smith and Drew Locke quarterback competition does does not get the juices flowing. I, I don't I don't know what's going on there. Do we have that Pete Carroll? Sorry to throw you guys in this. Do we have that Pete Carroll sound of him talking about yeah, throwing the 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 bombs down the field. It, it, it was such it was such a like 
the opposite of get off my lawn. It was like, how do you do, fellow kids? Like, it was such a statement by a coach. Like, that's not what the NFL is anymore. Like, we don't need you to throw bomb the the ball down the field. We need you to, like, be efficient and, and run the game plan and uh, make accurate throws and minimize mistakes. And none of that is what you're talking about, Pete Carroll. Uh, this is this is Pete Carroll and what they're going to do with the quarterback position this year. All these guys can chuck the football. We can use the whole field. We're going to bomb it, and we're going to do all of those things we love doing. And uh, we'll just see how, you know, how the competition plays itself out. But uh, Gino's going. Gino's in the lead right now. I don't need it. I, what? What? Chuck the ball down? Who's chucking anything? No, <laughs> that's not what he wants. I Seattle is such an interesting. It's such an interesting situation in Seattle. I would never have moved off of Russell Wilson. I mean, I am just not moving off of a Hall of Fame quarterback in his prime. I'm just not doing it. And I don't know how how or why that all played out the way that it did. I'm sure we'll get a a documentary on it uh, once both of those careers are over with Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson and get the the truth of how that all played out. And I, I like Pete Carroll a lot, but that... I'm so glad DK got his money. Let me just say that. And so deserved DK because he's going to be the star of that team. And um, chucking the ball down the field is not inspired. It's not giving me a lot of inspiration for what that offense is going to look like. So, so those are the teams I'm a little worried about this year. The Jets, Browns, Colts, Chargers, Giants, Packers, Panthers, and Seattle. Not that all of them are going to be bad, but the pressure on some of those uh, top-level teams like the Packers with uh, huge losses like a Devontae Adams and other guys will be uh, very interesting. I'm so excited for the season as it's uh, we are in training camp now, obviously crossing our fingers for no more big injuries, but we're getting the, we're getting the videos to, uh, to Tyreek Hill. We're getting all the practice video. Very exciting stuff. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us, with me today. Make sure you join us on The Herd next week, noon to 3, and on Fox Sports Radio. And uh, really appreciate it. It was, uh, it was a fun show today. Thank you, Tracy Sandler, Warren Sharp, and Brandon Newman. Don, Ryan, and Monzi, thank you for hanging out with us today. It was a really uh, it's a beautiful Saturday afternoon. I don't know what I'm doing today, actually. I'm going to watch the fight tonight. That's what I'm going to do. I know that. For the rest of the schedule, we, we might sneak a nap in. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Yankees game has been tremendous as well as Mozzie kept us updated uh, all show. Thank you for joining us. Join us on The Herd next week. Make sure you stick around for Steve Hartman and Jeff Schwartz in studio. How exciting. <laughs> At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.